fellas. I I come to the U this week in bad shape. This is this is gonna be a bit of a flu game for me, maybe. I uh I don't know why I said flu game as if it's not as if people don't actually suffer from this injury in sports. I have a back injury. I could have probably listed one of the many athletes who have played through a back injury, but uh I fell asleep on the couch the other night, as I do all the time, but I was, I in guess, the dog, in the doghouse last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wife was mad at me. She hit me over the head of the frying pan uh, or a, a pin roller. Um, I fell asleep like in a weird kind of like, I guess, half sitting, half, I don't know. I was just watching TV. I just fell asleep and I woke up and I was all twisted up, went to bed, probably made it worse, just jerking and then laying back down for another like four hours that way. And the last the last few days have been tough. I I almost had to take a day off work. It was it was, it was that bad on on Friday. Oh, we're so old. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very uh, it's very appropriate. We're in the Lakers shirt though, because this is your Anthony Davis game. There you go. That's fair. <laughs> God, David, how are you doing? David Peterson's here, the New York Mets pitcher. You know what? Yes, my uh, my baseball career has uh, has taken a turn this year, but. On the flip side, the Denver Nuggets did just win the NBA championship last night. No, I don't. I don't remember hearing anything about that. We well, I mean, Jordan, we were just talking about. It. I mean, it's literally on on Thursday. It's a parade in David Peterson City. Yeah, old of Overland Park, Kansas. Old Lake, Kansas. <laughs> you think they're gonna swing by? Yeah. Hello. Welcome in to the 77th episode of the Long Relief Podcast, an obvious one for me, Luka Doncic, number 77. I don't know how many other athletes have worn 77, probably some NFL players, probably like a bunch of baseball players who were called up for two weeks at the end of September, never played. Um, Josh, seems like you have something, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave, uh, leave our guest. Uh, do, you have, do you have one this for you? I do not. 77 definitely seems like a, like a lineman. I think I, I got one that I think transitions perfectly into our first topic here. Uh, in my hands, I have the uh, Walt Disney World Vacation Years Guide from 1977. Um, and I think it's perfect to talk about a possible Mickey Mouse titles run for the Nuggets here, playing two eight seeds and a seven seed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, before we get, before the real thing, why do you have a 1977 Walt Disney World pamphlet? Uh, we were going through. Uh, in- <laughs> Some we had, we were you know in true old guy fashion, uh, we were going through some paperwork of my grandpa's, and he had every single like vacation in a filing cabinet, uh, going through. And I was looking through this, and I was like, oh my god, this is like dope, uh, but also infuriating because a Disney World ticket, uh, was, well, excuse me, let's just let's just start with this. If you wanted to have Disney World watch your pet for the day, it was two dollars. Okay, um, they could probably charge ten thousand for that today. They probably do. Right. Um, and I also like certain things. It was like, hey, get a free Polaroid camera whenever you show up. Just to take it around. <laughs> and it's like the wondrous new technology of Polaroid film. <laughs> but I believe an actual ticket just cost like $10 back in the day. So, like a minor league baseball game. I know. <laughs> hey, uh, you should come in town one time, Jordan. Catch a Chiefs game. Pretty cool. It'll be fun. The more you say it, the less I want to do it. Yeah, uh, see, you gotta see the uh, the truth that is Tink Hence before he takes over the baseball world. I'm sorry, you said his name is Tink. Yeah, Tink and is he a player from 1910? 
he pitches like he throws a mean spitball. I'll tell you that much. All right. Um, it's doing lots of film from old uh, old Tungsten Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, were here on Tuesday night, ready to talk about a lot of things, a lot of exciting topics. Um, brought on our friend David Peterson, of course, recurring guest. Uh, so felt like we sort of owe you an appearance in a way because you were on for the lost episode. Lost, yeah. <laughs> it felt like we were indebted a little, but. Well, uh, also just where, obvious to bring him on. Um, because is this where the, we uh, admit that it wasn't actually a lost episode? We just could not air what he was talking about. Yeah, it was just oh my, so oh my god. <laughs> no, um, obviously we wanted to have Peterson on uh, to talk about the thing on everybody's mind in the sports world right now. The New York Mets are in fourth in the NL East. Unfortunately, yeah. We got 45 uh, minutes on this, boys. Let's start. Um, <laughs> let's no, uh, talk about why they suck. <laughs> Oh, time. There's probably no one here that wants to talk more about how the Mets suck than David Peterson. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, the Denver Nuggets have won the NBA title. And David Peterson, our good friend, a Nuggets fan, a longtime Jokic believer, I think before most. Truther, um, I would say. And yeah, uh, you know, I think this with, you know, your recurring guests, I think we can count, we can hang a banner for this. Plus Christian Brown. Was oh, on yeah. the Nuggets, so we 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 can hang a banner. We oh yeah, we get a ring. We're gonna, we're gonna be at the ring ceremony. I've eaten a quesarito. <laughs> it counts, right? Hey, if, yeah. If someone gets a ring. I think we get a ring. Yeah. Um, Aaron I mean, Gordon yeah. bitch ass gets a ring. I get a ring. Hey man, he got playing time. I think. I mean, what more is there to say besides just Jokic at this point? Is yeah. I mean, what else, what else is there to say to start? I think we have to just talk about him for. I don't know, however long we can go on for hours, probably. But I mean, in finals MVP, average a triple double. I did did he? I feel like I can just assume he did. Um, I, I, I'll just believe it, even if it's not the truth. Right. I, I I did I didn't I don't know if I saw that anywhere or if I'm just assuming, but it was like 30 points, like 13 rebounds, like nine assists. So one of down. yeah, one of the best performances we've seen from a player in the finals. David, what did it feel like from your perspective watching him? Because I've seen my teams win championships before obviously but it's not like i haven't seen you know mahomes has been great but he hasn't been, mahomes was kind of shitty in the super bowl both times uh not shitty but he you know stats wise but uh anyway what did it feel like watching Jokic? because you know he was just on another level yeah i mean it was just it was one of those things where you just watch him and he just he's basically playing a different game than everybody else the way that the way that he moves on the court and the way that he sees the game, it's just on, I mean, it's, you know, we only see it in so much in things like in guys like LeBron or, things, or players like that, where they've got so much control over um, the game and they can impact it in so many different ways. I mean, you know, he's not, hasn't always been looked at as the greatest defender, but I mean, his, his defense in there has kind of came up, but just the way that he set up his teammates, the way that he's talking to them and kind of when he's got the ball, it's like, you just see, he had this calm, like everybody, there are points where it seemed like guys are, you know, especially in the last game and you're trying to close it out, they're a little tight. Um, but when he just had the ball, it's just he had this confidence, like, oh, they're going to find a way to score. He's going to do something ridiculous here. Um, and like one of the plays, I think, that, that really stood out towards the end of this last game was um, in the fourth quarter, he had, uh, they got one of the offensive rebounds and he had Christian Brown wide open right over on the wing as they're getting the ball up there. And like, watch on TV, you can see, like, oh my God, he's a wide open there. And you just watch the ball go to Jokic and you, just no, he already sees the guy, and just easy pass there, foul down there, and it was just like 
they, like it was nothing for him. Just incredible to watch. Yeah. Josh, uh, what were your thoughts? I've never seen an NBA player or pretty much any sports player dominate a league and then look like he has to go actually punch out a time card at the end of the day. Jokic plays basketball like he's wearing a hard hat at all times, and he treats it like a nine to five. It's so incredibly amazing but frustrating at the same time because he even said in his post game, you know, everyone hates their job. They're lying if they tell you they're not. I kind of believe him. I, I kind of believe that he's like, yeah, you know, the basketball thing's working out, but I don't know. My true passion's the horses. I, I borderline uh, <laughs> upset at the amount of text messages he had gotten and finding out he couldn't was, fly home the, the next flight out, steal Donkey's jet. <laughs> that was incredible. I, was, I watched that. I was watching that press conference. It was just like, yeah, they asked him the question about Serbia. Like, well, let me see if he texted him. You just, you see him look at the phone. He's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Jokic, yeah, I mean, the, Jokic absolutely had an assistant or like an intern just go through and like react to every single message he got. Didn't read a single one. Yeah, thumbs up on all of them. <laughs> you are right that it, it had the energy of like they won the they, they as he got handed the trophy. That was like when you're let's say you're working at a retail job or something. You work till eight p.m. It becomes eight p.m. You're like, nope, don't care. Yeah, you're not paying me for the rest this time. I'm out of here. I think we're about one season away from the halftime and end of game buzzer at mile high, just being replaced with like an old timey steam whistle for like <laughs> for construction workers to go on, go to, go to lunch. He's about to yabba dabba do out is out of the stadium in about two seasons time. God, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. I mean, it's, you look at it and you look at the two could have been three MVPs, maybe should have been, maybe you could say, um, in a title now, like this is one of the best three year stretches I think in history. And yeah. he doesn't care. <laughs> in, in all of history, yes. <laughs> and he doesn't care. I mean, yeah. he just, like you say, wants to go home and ride around on his little horse carts. Uh, yeah. Maybe if it's they gonna have be, It's going to be a great photo when it's just like this makeshift car with uh, the Larry O'Brien trophy in it. <laughs> it's going to be him holding it, yeah. And he's just going to, like, the, the market. I don't know. What are you doing yeah. in Serbia? I, I don't think, know. <laughs> I think I saw something after the game. It's like, oh, he's going to go home and just put that on top of his fridge and then just go <laughs> play some video games. Maybe if they had the maybe if they had the parade in his hometown in Serbia, I think he'd be more. You know, they couldn't have the parade. Maybe they go. They'll have a second one. What if the parade just goes all the way to Serbia? <laughs> yeah, what it if, goes. What if we let Nikola Jokic drive one of the floats? It's a horse-drawn <laughs> float, and he just gets to direct the horses through there. Well, I mean, it's Denver, the airport in Denver. They got some probably crazy shit there. They could probably true. get you there instantly. Overnight, they could probably get his horses here. Stat. I, I if Stan Kroenke wanted to do it, he could. Yeah. I mean, it's it's and a lot of people have been saying it too. It's like that you know, he's the humble superstar or whatever. Like the guy who you know he does. He's just like a all that stuff. And it's it's yeah, but at the same time, like I don't know. It seems like I'd be a little excited. It kind of. I mean, it's like. It's like Kawhi and Tim Duncan almost. What I was going to say is for as robotic as Kawhi is, Jokic basically just like gets handed a trophy and just goes, oh, bother. Okay. <laughs> like he's worried that he's running out of shelf space is like the first thought in his mind. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, Jokic, Tim Duncan and Kawhi are all like the, I mean, how do they align somehow on like the chaotic good, chaotic neutral, chaotic <laughs> evil? Like Jokic might be the most, what's well, a chaotic good or, or I don't know. 
how it See, works exactly. I, I would say Ki good because he has like some personality. Yeah. Uh, like he's he's the Joker, you know. Right. He's the Joker, baby, you know. So I mean, it, it works. Kawhi. Kawhi might be chaotic evil just because he's so impossible to talk to. Or you ask him something, he just points. Yeah. <laughs> um. Here's here's my question. My big question from this, and Peterson, you're allowed to answer, but we or put an asterisk on it because you're biased. Okay. Does Jokic? I have three questions, rather. Oh. I feel like at this point, two MVPs and a title, no matter what he does, even if he retired tomorrow to go to the horses, he's a Hall of Famer, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, yeah. I mean, the NBA Hall of Fame, too, is not as restrictive as like an MLB or anything like that. They're like, we got you. What if just as a this is a this is a sub question this is not a this is not one of the three questions. What if he retired and said I'm leaving the NBA I'm going to be with my horses and he goes back to Serbia and he plays in the Serbian league and he just averages like 52 28 and 24. Good for him man. Right? But doesn't have to train and just does that as like a day job just clocking in. <laughs> just yeah seeing I'm just oh my god. Oh he treats the I'm NBA bored. already. <laughs> True. Uh, if second he found question. out you could have horses in America, it'd be it'd be over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What is it? Is it illegal to have horses in Denver? Like, what the hell is going on? Why can't he fly them out here? Why do they have to stay in Serbia? I, don't know. I guess. How do you fly horses across the world? I don't know if you can do that. I mean, they do it for. They, there was like uh, Japanese uh, Japanese horses in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, yeah, I guess. Anyway. You know, they put them on a boat and just. Yeah, I guess it'd probably be a boat instead of a plane. Uh, second question, though, could he, Nikola Jokic, become the best modern-day big man of all time? Define modern day. Not yeah. Bill Russell, Shaq, or Kareem, or not Bill yeah. Russell, Kareem, or Wilt. Okay, yeah, I'm counting Shaq, Shaq and uh, yeah, you ain't passing Shaq. You ain't Shaq. You ain't passing Shaq or Timmy um, just yet. I think you could pass Tim Duncan. I'm not I'm saying just yet. You ain't passing Shaq, but. Probably yeah. not. I mean, I'm pretty high on Shaq, but some people may. I don't know. I think yeah, my point is, I guess I think that he can land in that kind of top ten range. Oh, I, mean, I think he's top ten there. already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in big men. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Oh, not all top high. ten, and like I'm saying, like I think he could get up in that kind of nearing Tim Duncan range. Oh, Tim. Uh, and I guess this is that also ties into my next question, which is, this is maybe the best one of all. Does he have the chance to be the best international player ever? Who would you so he's got that right now? Uh, does Tim Duncan count? I, I guess. Was say, for... Are we talking just fifty? Are we talking just fifty United States? Because he. Uh, or no, I talking... guess that wouldn't count. Like, yeah, you got Hakeem. True, Hakeem. It's probably Hakeem or Dirk. Yeah. Dirk, yeah. Let me let me let's double check. Let's double check the list. Uh, I don't know. My point is Pascal Siaka. My point is now that he's got this ring, I think he has solidified himself in kind of that upper echelon that I don't know, five, six guys currently active are in. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the, there's so much great international talent in the uh, NBA. In the NBA. Does Carl Anthony Towns count? I thought he was born in America. Yeah, you're trying to say Carl Anthony Towns is better than no, I was looking at this list here, and he was ranked as sixth. He's Dominican. Yeah, I thought he was born in America, though. Oh well. Um, I, I, I'd say. I mean, Giannis. 
Damn, I mean, Giannis could get there too. I mean, shit. We so although I, well, should we pump the brakes? I guess because we were saying this about Giannis two years ago. Yeah, but I was saying the same thing that he has thing, a chance to be the go. But here's the thing: they just did the exact same things back to back. That's why we were saying about Giannis two years ago, back to back MVPs and a Finals MVP. That's why we were saying. It. I, know, I know. Like if if Joel Embiid if, to keep to keep the prophecy alive, he has to win MVP next season, and then they'll win a ring the year after when he doesn't win a ring True. or win an uh, MVP. Uh, and then it moves on to Wemby, and it's just this this entire cycle. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's no point in debating the best international player because Wemby's going to lap him. No, within a year. I think I think the biggest thing with Jokic is going to be. I mean, it's going to be the longevity because if we look yeah. at Dirk, like he didn't win only one ring, but he played how many years with with the Mavericks, and it was like the. I mean, Jokic no. is basically the face of the Nuggets now at this point, but he was that for almost two decades. Yeah, so I think. And Dirk only won one MVP, right? I think he won. Did he He won won MVP? I mean, I know he won a Finals MVP and I don't know and a championship. Did he not win? I thought he had won. Let me see. Basketball Reference. Don't. He yeah, he was the 0607 MVP Finals MVP title in like 2012, 2010, 2011, technically, but. Yeah, 12-time NBA, 14-time All-Star, and on the 75th anniversary team. All right. Wow. That's all? just thought it was more. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great career, but I just thought it was more. <laughs> like Jokic, maybe he's already on his heels. Like he's already – I think he's – yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, the only that. stat. The only stats he, has, he hasn't beaten is just time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, time. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't only talk about Jokic, I guess, because he was unbelievable, but – he wasn't the only, I mean, Jamal Murray was just as good, I guess, if you want to say. He wasn't, you know, statistically, you know, triple doubles all, every game. But, I mean, he arguably the best, like, secondary star performance I think we've ever seen, one of at least. Yeah, I mean, what I think stood out is this was like, you know, everybody pointed to, okay, well, he did, you know, he broke out in the bubble, and that was, you know, comes with him. They're all the bubble, there's no fans, things like that. And then, you know, he went down with the, with the ACL injury, maybe you see it, and, you know, his first chance back, he, he was able to show, hey, no, I am still that guy. I still, you know, can can score the best of them. And uh, when I want, it's like I get across the half line. The basket looks like this seat. So, um, yeah, I mean, without Jamal Murray, I mean, we saw it in the last couple playoffs. I mean, Jokic is incredible. He can only do so much, especially once you start going up against those top teams in the NBA and in the playoffs. Um, try his hardest. Um, but with, with Murray scoring like that in that two-man game, rolling a little Goals like that, it's almost impossible to stop. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, that's all you. <laughs> no, I was looking something up to see because am I wrong or was Jamal Murray's name in trade rumors like this year or maybe I don't like remember. Ago? I don't remember that. I don't think so. I mean, I know he's he's kind of gone on the record and 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 said, you know, he was worried that maybe when that ACL injury happened, he was like, Oh man, like the nuggets are gonna cut bay, they're gonna just Trained, you know, sell me yeah. kind of high, you know, like, oh, yeah, he had that, you know, that good, you know, playoff run of the bubble, but, you know, we don't know he's going to be back. Let's just get value for him while we can. Um, and so he's kind of down there saying, hey, I'm, you know, forever grateful for the Nuggets for continuing to take a chance on me and giving me the chance to come back and, and prove that I can do this. Um, I don't think he was ever really um, any trade rumors because, to be honest, like a lot of their uh, point guards in the past, I mean, definitely more of the backup options. I mean, even during the time, I mean, guys like, you know, loved having Monte Morris on the team, but, you know, he was a phenomenal, you know, 
backup point guard um, for the Nuggets, but you know, if you have the choice between him and Jamal Murray, I'm taking Jamal Murray. Monty Morris is the best point guard in the Big 12. You guys remember that when he said that from <laughs> the year Frank Mason won the national player of the year? Unanimously? Yeah, yeah. he's he said, uh, you know, at the end, he's like, I think I'm the best point guard in the Big 12. Hey, I mean, you can think whatever you want, but I mean, you're just wrong, but okay. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, speaking of KU, let's talk more about Christian Brown. I mean, only here's a yeah, stat for yeah. you that I'm sure you guys saw. What did you have a stat? I was just going to say, say some names. Oh, what? Uh, Magic Johnson, Bill Russell, Henry Bibby, Billy Tom- Thompson, Christian Brown. Probably yeah. should have led with those last two first, but <laughs> Magic yeah. Russell Brown. <laughs> those are the only players to ever win an NCAA title and an NBA title in consecutive seasons. Which that is wild. Is- you just well, I'm stunned that it's only five. Like even like, like you just think like some like role player would get right. drafted in like the second round. <laughs> well, especially just because so many of those guys like on like a title team, like a you know a, a senior point guard or something. So often they end up like late round picks on like yeah, exactly contenders. You think somewhere, but wow, I mean, well, yeah, man. but you got like an actual starter contributor in Christian Brown, and in, in the first round. And I mean, he didn't. He wasn't just, you know, sitting there riding pine. He was. He was in the real. Like, oh, he was. Yeah. Game I mean, three. He, he was. He was cooking. He was oh. the, the game. I mean, obviously not the best player in the game, but he was the game-winning like X factor. In yeah. yeah. Like I, that was uh, watching that game. I was like, that's the Christian Brown I know right there. And if he's if if he's starting to make that transition right now in the biggest stage there is to being like a legit rotation player next season. Whew, I mean, it was it was awesome to see like throughout the season. Like, obviously, we knew we knew what to expect from Christian Brown after watching him, you know, at Kansas, and everyone I think kind of got a little exposure to him in the uh, in March Madness. But um, him coming on and people realizing that they're like, oh, this guy's a this incredible competitor um, who's not going to back down from anybody. But I think he also you know plays really good defense, super athletic. It's like, yeah, of course he's going to fit. Like, yes, yes, CB is actually is is that dude. He's just a winner. Yep. Say it with me, guys. Now. On three, one, two, three. Bitch. <laughs> nice. Uh, other players on the Nuggets. That can say, I mean, Aaron Gordon, we said last week, he, you know, in this new role where he's not like the star player, like, you know, on the Magic where he is like the centerpiece. Like, obviously him flourishing in that role. Uh, how about Michael Porter Jr.? How about him stepping up in game five? I saw, uh, Peterson, I like your thoughts on this. I saw someone said that he's now on pace to finish his career with more rings than assists. Your thoughts on that? That's a bar. That's a bar. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really, it was really cool to watch um, kind of how he went about playing in the the NBA finals. Because, I mean, from the jump, he, he kind of struggled to shoot the ball uh, from three, which has been kind of like his, that's, Basically, what he does, he's you know six ten. He shoots over guys and he gets a lot of rebounds. Um, but you know what he was able to do in the in the finals is, you know, hey, I'm going to play serviceable defense. I'm not going to be a complete liability, which is, you know, what it kind of at the beginning of his career was like. Oh yeah, this guy is all the offensive talent in the world, but you know, can be just attacked um, on defense. But he was able to, you know. Well, it just helped that it just helped that he was so big. I mean, I don't, even yeah. if he's not playing particularly good defense, he was just big. Just length, yeah, impact, yeah. and his ability to rebound and cut and and get a lot of those second chances. I mean, really, really helped. And um, 
one of the things that I think people talk about a lot with the Nuggets is everybody buying in. I mean, when he was interviewed all the time, it was like, you know, you could tell he's just, hey, I'm just trying to, I'm here to win a championship. Um, I'm just going to do what they need me to do. I realize Jokic is, is the kind of guy on the team. So that's what well, a lot of the Nuggets I, I will. I think, I think I said this last week, like while this Nuggets team is definitely not like you know, the best team that's won a title in, re- in like, you know, the past t- five, 10 years or whatever. I definitely think they're the best, like built, like sound top to bottom in the whole rotation uh, team we've had in recent, obviously, you know, you have the KD Warriors, which that just doesn't even really count. Cause that's such yeah. an anomaly. Um, but like you look at like the length they had at every position, like the switching, the buying in of everyone that Mike Malone has been able to preach and get throughout there. I definitely think like they've been the best built roster that we've seen in you know, definitely recent history for title teams. And that's one of the other, I think the cool things about seeing them win is was, this was um, an entire, like an organizational effort. I mean, this was going back to, I mean, I always think about, you know, you always think about, they basically had at one time, the Nuggets had Nikola Jokic and Yusuf Nurkic on the team. He had the big two white Europeans. And like when he was first drafted, it was kind of possible. Who are they going to pick? Right. I remember yeah. that. I remember that they were both, they were upset because like they both wanted to play center and one of them, yep. you know, one way or another, they couldn't. And so I remember they ended up trading Nurkic and I was like, oh, but it turned out pretty damn well. Yeah. And they picked their, and they, and the thing is, is the patience they exhibited with Malone and, and everybody else and basically getting to a point where, hey, yeah, we've built this here. This is a you know, the team. This is how we're going to build our own Nurkic. And they were out there pieces that they needed that would more press with them. And, um, one of those guys I want to shout out is Bruce Brown. I mean, he's fantastic for him all year. I mean, just a guy that would come in on as the second unit. He could score. He could get to the basket, play defense. Um, clutch put back towards the end of the game. They really kind of almost sealed it up to the finals for him. So he's been – he was one guy that I think he's gone after this year because he has an option. And the way that he played in the playoffs, I mean, who kind of – The Hornets are going to give him $70 million. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Terry Rozier, you know, you got – Lamelo and, uh, and Bruce Brown. But. I will. I will say that now. I've never thought about it. No, but now my thought is my my head is just filled with thoughts of Damian Lillard with Nikola Jokic. Had they traded the wrong player, <laughs> I think yeah, that's the reality. I think that's the reality. I wish to live in. <laughs> that would be scary. <laughs> that sounds. Although, would we would we have the game that we have now if Jokic ended up on that team? I don't know. I think I think like, that they were both just. Well, I think Damian Lillard is un, undeniably like he will not be denied how cool he is. So like nothing could have stopped it. And, hey, I think they're similar. And I Jokic just could, yeah, Jokic will just be like, I I don't care. I'm just here to I'll pass the ball to the little dude over there. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> you can. perfect. There you go. They're both unproblematic personalities. You know, yeah. I mean, they're not like going to butt heads. They would get along. No, yeah, like. they would get they would they would get along quite quite quickly. <laughs> A uh, little mini segment in the middle of this segment. Do you guys think Dame will get treated? You have under 30 seconds. What do you think? If the Blazers do what's right, yes. Oh, you know, been that for years, you have yeah. to you have to make the tough decision sometimes. You know, I like to I like to reference the uh the ending of of mice and men. You sometimes you just have to do what's best for them and make that decision for them. Yeah, I mean, it gets to a point, right? Like with any superstar, I mean, if you don't trade them and they don't resign, you get you lose. You know, I mean, you won't get anything from it. So, I think you gotta strike while the iron's hot, get some return. Yeah, I mean, I would trade them for sure. I don't. It seems like 
for some reason now, I mean, the messaging has changed. Before it was always Dame is committed to staying in Portland. And now it's like Dame's on a podcast saying, oh, you know, I'd love to play for the Knicks, just like hypothetically. Got tired of the grind. Right. (laughs) Uh, I only had one other thing for the Nuggets uh, specifically. Jeff Green hosted the whole team at, at his house in Miami after their loss. And then it turned around. They won three straight games to win the series. What happened that night? I don't know. I I, I saw two Clinton reports. I can't remember who said what. But someone was like, oh, yeah, the food was great. I think it was DeAndre Jordan. I was like, no, the food was trash. Thank you. <laughs> Jeff Green, your food sucked. That's funny. So. Do they all, like, huddle around a, like a glowing basketball, like in a Space Jam? Like get extra powers. It was just Jokic's like let reserve talent. Yeah, Christian <laughs> Brown like got Draymond Green's like abilities. Uh, uh, I, I had uh, one more, dare I say, lack of a better word, uh, nugget of information about uh, Jokic here. Um, just some, just some quick. The this is the Nikola Jokic quick hits segment. So please play the uh, national anthem of Serbia. Beautiful, very short, Spot right? To yeah, the point. that's it. Right to the point. Like we don't, uh, just like Yoach, like we don't have time. Easy, easy to sing along. <laughs> play, play the abridged version. Yeah. Uh, he is the lowest drafted NBA player ever to win a Finals MVP. Uh, he had 600 points, 269 boards, and 190 assists in the playoffs, which is the fir- uh, which makes him the first in NBA history to lead the playoffs in all three of those of the major categories. Uh, he had the most playoff triple doubles ever. Most assist ever by a center in the play. I'm assuming in the playoffs, and the first center in 20 years to win a Finals MVP. I'm assuming Hakeem or Shaq. Shaq was probably the last one. And as you said earlier, he is the first NBA Finals MVP to be drafted during a Quesarito commercial. It's true. They had to bring back the Quesarito. Oh, if they if they if they if they were if they were smart. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. If they don't yeah, have a commercial in a month with just it could be just as simple as him like holding it and eating it and like talking for like 10 seconds. They would go platinum. The it could just be like it has to be him doing a voiceover because he can't be in the commercial because he wasn't in it on screen while he was drafted. True. <laughs> God. Um okay. I mean, I guess we should there are we should talk about the heat a little bit. I mean they, they were lost. Just, it's just they were outmatched. It's just they they ran out of gas. Yeah. I mean the heat the they ran out of heat. <laughs> They were yeah, they cooled off. Dare I say they? Yeah, they, they, the heat went more like the Miami cool, <laughs> like the Miami room temperature. Uh, I mean, well, I will hey. say this, Josh. Josh will appreciate this. Um, I am glad that the Nuggets do not play another series at least this year against uh, Kyle Lowry. There you go. Because he is like watching him. It was just like kill a Kyle Lowry, not, man. He's not one of those guys that like you're like, oh, he's acting twenty four seven is egregious. But it's like every time I watch, damn. <laughs> that is the that is the brand that is the brand of basketball Kyle Lowry plays. Just god damn it. Yeah, Wait, uh, damn it. <laughs> I, I was I was waiting until this year was over to say that because like, I know Josh loves fucking loves. So you're like, saying damn, every damn time Kyle Lowry would appear, you would go, damn. I think we all would every time we saw Kyle Lowry, at least from certain angles. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean takeaways for the heat. I mean, like we said, like they gave it their all like they, the fact that they got this far was like um, i don't want to say it's a success but it's impressive but i think the biggest thing to take away bam is certified now as a as a, as a big dog yeah 
He might be – he's not better than Jimmy, obviously. I'm not saying that. But Bam is, I think, legit. He's he had what? Like, yeah. He had a good game in game five. He's, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just saying, and he had played well all playoffs. I think that's my biggest takeaway is Bama's dog. Because Jimmy, I mean, he played poorly, but he was hurt. I he was, was, it was kind of funny, like, on the broadcast, like, Mark Jackson's talking, like, oh, we really need, like, Jimmy Butler needs to step up. Like, he hasn't been doing any of this game. And then, of course, he goes on this round and scores, like, 10 straight points and gets him back in the game. Like, Damn it. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it also it just goes to show how good of a coach Eric Spolster is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they were an eight seed. They probably shouldn't have been exactly an eight, but they were definitely an under seed or a low seeded, like a, you know. And the fact that they got this far, again, it's it's weird to say that losing in the finals can be a success. But although I guess if you ask Giannis, you know, they have a rousing success, more so than Denver, maybe. Um, well, they really teased us with that Tyler Hero thing, didn't they? That was yeah. so pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they threw like an old character in the uh, preview for next week's episode. And you're like, what? And then like, they, they don't actually show, they show you once in like a memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, I, I mean, think Mike Malone got asked like, Oh, like Tyler here might be available. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess yeah, at the end of the day, it's not like they, <laughs> he, probably, he would have, I guess, been something for them that they could have used. Like he could have gotten the, I guess, Kayla Martin minutes, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, all I mean, we like we said, Bam played well. Jimmy, all things considered, you know, whatever. The rest of the guys on this team, though, like Struess turned back into a pumpkin. Cody or Caleb Martin turned back into a pumpkin. Josh, I'm sorry for triggering you with that terminology. Um, I don't know. I think the Heat. We we were talking earlier about how the Nuggets are one of the best constructed teams and stuff. The Heat, the Nug, the Heat aren't far behind. Uh I mean, the size discrepancies definitely show. Well, no, well, well, I mean, yes, but I mean, in terms of like, I guess I was thinking more from the perspective of like finding the guys and like building them up, and you know. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I it's it's it was... a team of role players and and Jimmy yeah. Butler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it's... mean, I mean, the one thing that I think that they showed throughout the entire playoffs is their you know their toughness. At least, like they always found a way to kind of try to call back into the game, at least not. Oh yeah. I mean, how many, how many 10 point plus comebacks did they have in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, I think a situation like, like Phoenix would. Yeah. I mean, you, you just get blown out in the last game and on your home court. And it's like, geez. Two and unlike open. the nuggets, they actually beat a one seed and a two seed. Well, yeah. Some, a, lot, a lot of people are saying the nuggets had a fraudulent path to the title. David. I, all I'm saying is if you, t- if you add up all the seedings, you get 27. That's a, that's a that's a real high number. Two eight seeds, a seven and a four. Sounds like my order at McDonald's. Mm. When when you're the number one seed, you get to play at least the lower seeds. That's you don't get to play. Not normally reward. two eight seeds. Yeah, that's the reward. Not normally a seven seed and an eight seed. You can't worry about the about the Eastern Conference. They they'll do their thing and they'll find out. Okay, okay. What about the eight and seven they played in the West? How come when we were uh, in the regular season before the playoffs started, everyone's like, oh shit, KD. Look, CP. Oh, it's the Suns' title to lose. Oh, and they're only a four seed. They got to play those guys. Gotta I play mean, Kevin Chris Pan. Paul didn't play, so I mean, oh, and they obviously they got rid of that bozo coach. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> they tried. To, they tried to assassinate the Heat's damn mascot. True. They, Con, they put out a hit with Conor McGregor. It's true. They were scared. That was low. That was low. <laughs> that was dirty. It tried to kill the fucking Bernie. It tried to take out our dude. 
thoughts on it. If, if it hadn't gone to game seven and got into overtime, I think you stop the play on court and you have Rocky and Bernie. UFC match, center court, just go I, at it. Win I or, love win it. It's like it's like people saying like uh, like a penalty shootout. You're like, oh, do you have a home run derby or a three point contest? A one big game and knockout for the NBA title. The <laughs> <laughs> electric, love yeah. it. Oh my god. Um, Kyle Lowry absolutely would do the trick where like you know, oh, the ball is coming down, and you use the ball to knock it away. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Jokic would get it and like the ball, like be whoever is chasing after it. Jokic would definitely be the guy that stands there and just watches and waits. At the last second, lays it in. Jokic would miss a miss a free throw and do the thing where they where he always like gets the rebound and immediately throws it down the court, but just into the basket. Yeah. <laughs> the more ridiculous the shot, the more I'm confident it goes in when it's Jokic shooting it. <laughs> it's just you know what game. Just you know what game Jokic would be incredible at. I, it has a multiple names. I don't know if you guys knew it as tips or kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, it's where kangaroo. It's- Fucking good day. Fucking multiple day. names. Inrise <laughs> yeah. came in the down under part of Kansas. It's basically 21, but when you shoot, you have to be jumping and you like you can't be on the ground when you shoot. So you have to jump and like grab it. Jokic would be great at that. No, because he doesn't jump. That was gonna be the thing. It's like I mean off the ground. I mean, we're talking like, <laughs> he might actually be the worst at that game. Like, well, I mean, he no, he jumps, he just gets like this far off the ground. He doesn't jump. He just he, uh, Especially on a tip drill, he does not jump. <laughs> he jumps in the same way that, like, when you pull the tablecloth out from under a bunch of dishware, that that dishware is in the air. You know, because you have to pull the dishcloth or you pull the you know the tablecloth out. That's when that's how Jokas jumps. Um, any other final thoughts here on the finals? <laughs> we'll play um, on words there if you weren't paying attention. I don't believe um, so. Yeah, Adam Silver. It's been uh, almost a day. Um, give us some Johnny's. <laughs> is jaw gone for the year? Yeah. I mean, hey, that's I guess that segues into boy, it's a lot of a lot of segues tonight, guys. We're we're really firing on all cylinders. Yeah, um right. perfect segue into the next segment here, then, which I've got the last fast five of the season uh for the NBA. Got five topics for you, and they're coming at you fast. First one, as you alluded to, Peterson, John Morant is now days, minutes, hours away from being suspended. What do we think? Are we do we think it's going to be like a full season? Are we less pessimistic? What do we think? I'm thinking until the All Star break. That's gonna be my yeah. I saw one suggestion was that it will be at least 23 games or whatever because that's how many to restrict him from getting all NBA team, which, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be, again, that's, I mean, that's very big on his contract. So, yeah, well, and he already missed that this year by being suspended. Yeah. So fact that he's getting that twice now, honestly, that's rewarding the Grizzlies. <laughs> In a way. Them, yeah, it is. Actually, hold up. <laughs> did the they're Grizzlies, probably pulling for that. <laughs> did the Grizzlies owner plant the gun? So that way he can... <laughs> this goes all the way to the top. Yeah. Um, oh, and, uh, by the way, a little cleanup on that, uh, I went back and looked. I tried to go back and check to see if we had uh, our NBA predictions at the beginning of the season and what they were. Um, we gave brief predictions and said, we'll do a full prediction show next week. Didn't. <laughs> but in our brief God, predictions, our <laughs> in our brief predictions, uh, I didn't I didn't write down who you picked as MVP. I picked John Morant as MVP, and I said that the Grizzlies were my NBA title pick. Why didn't you write? You were listening to it. Why didn't you write down what I said? I this I don't know. I just went because I 
Well, because I remembered saying Ja was my MVP pick, and I went back and checked, and I did. I, I wasn't just going back to write it down. What episode was it? I don't know. I can look later and tell you. Um, oh, I was just going to pop it up right now. Uh, would have had to been. Uh, we only we, we glazed over it. I'm I I only caught the back half of it, but you when you said I'm going with John Moran, you only probably would have picked him for MVP. I picked Embiid. God, let's go! Let's go! Why did I bring this up? <laughs> this is. I walked into that one myself. Walked into that landmine. Oh yeah, that's why you. That's why you didn't pick it, even though I. It wasn't even a full sentence after you said I picked Jaw. That's why you. Uh... <laughs> anyway, I had Zion for comeback player of the year, which wasn't even an award in the NBA. So, <laughs> um, number two topic here, Josh. The Toronto Raptors. Your Raptors. They've hired Darko Milicic. Uh, oh, hold on. They've hired Darko Rajakovic uh, as their new head coach. Uh, your thoughts, Josh, on the hire? I do not know a damn thing about him. I, this name came out of nowhere. Uh, like I had said last week, I thought the I thought Sergio, the coach of the Spanish Spain national team, I thought that was the hook line sinker already done. Um, I did point out to Peterson that this could, you know, he's Serbian. Could be a move to get Jokic um, closer to Serbia, shorter flight. Um, definitely closer to his horses. Then they probably have Canada probably has more relaxed horse laws, um, and also you know could get Jamal Murray come back home. You know, I mean, imagine a duo of Jokic and Murray on Canadian soil. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, the Raptors and Nuggets are just gonna have to swap. Just that's fine. <laughs> Both for me. All our players for all of your players. You keep Aaron Gordon, we keep Siakam, and I'm in. <laughs> Third topic, Chris Paul, as you mentioned earlier, I, I guess you just mentioned him, you didn't mention him in this light, is waived or isn't waived and is going to be traded but might not get traded and might come back to the Suns but isn't coming back to the Suns? Nobody knows. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, these, these old people are always so full of drama. Look at LeBron faking retirement, Chris Paul faking winning. I don't know. Yeah. Faking addiction. Yeah. (laughs) Chris Paul was addicted to the NBA finals. It's like me saying I'm addicted to this. It's like me saying I have a nicotine addiction. I'm smoking one cigarette. Where do you think Chris Paul ends up? Because, I mean, it could just be in Phoenix. It could be, I mean, Lakers is obviously enticing. I think Lakers is probably the the knee-jerk reaction when I think their news first broke. It's like. Adam Silver has the potential to do the funniest thing in NBA history. Yeah. <laughs> be hilarious. As his one last final move before going to Disney. <laughs> I hope I made you proud, Stern. He looks up and does it. <laughs> yeah, that one's for you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, Although it would be kind of funny if he went to uh, Memphis. What, what if they? Uh, what if they <laughs> signed him? Meantime, take Jaws job. <laughs> True. I mean, well, you have Jaws out for a full season, Chris Paul, one-year deal. <laughs> um, number four here, Zion Williamson. God. Donated $250,000 to local children. Thoughts? I saw that. I saw he was trending. I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, that's that's nice of him. Donated to the – um, so You can... know, I – does that make it worse that he was donating Millie, uh, you know, Herb Jones's salary to OnlyFans models? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> boy, he sure was. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll focus on that. Boy, she's got to wrap it up. It's, it's, she was still tweeting about it today. It's yeah. <laughs> that's all I'll say. It's let's 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 see. Follow. Let's, her? 
<laughs> Where was she uh, putting these posts, Jordan? That you were I keep tweeting? seeing them get fucking retweeted onto my shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then last one here uh, in an interview. A lot, I don't remember if it was the same interview where he would tease the jaw suspension, but Adam Silver hinted at a potential USA versus World game replacing the All Star game. No, replacing the, the East West format. No, the East West format's already gone because it's. Mm-hmm. It's it is, but they still select these now. Yeah. yeah, but like you can't just be like, oh, well, you're an international player, true. So you automatically get a roster spot, you know. Um, I, I, I think you could maybe have you could replace the. I mean, nobody would want the superstars wouldn't want to play in two games that close, but right. That's two, why get rid of the rising stars game. That that's uh, what they did. That's what they do now, right? That's what they do. Yeah, but that's all young people. Yeah. Well, they know, but they do a USA versus world. Yeah, but like I think as you're talking about the top upper echelon yeah. talent of the league, you can't get rid of you can't just be like, oh well, you know, international players get half the slots now. Well, I, saw- I mean, I think that the idea would be I mean, there's eight or nine the world would win. I hope you understand. Oh, yeah, I know. It would be so I I, I came up with the fives for both. The world would be Shea Gilgis Alexander. Luca, Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. I don't know yeah. if all three of them would play at the same time, but those are the best. Yeah. And then also Wimbenyama, potentially, if this was, you know, two or three years from now. And then the USA right now would be Curry, Booker, LeBron, Durant, maybe. Old. Or losing. Old. Or losing <laughs> <Old>. <laughs> by 30. <laughs> Plus the world would have Siakam and Laurie Markinen off the bench, Jamal Murray. Where's Walker Kessler from? Hopefully the U.S., he is the most Dutch-looking man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I no yes, idea but also the most South Carolina-looking man I've Ooh. ever seen in my life. I think it's the height that get, that makes him international. <laughs> True. If he was like 5'8", I'd be like, that's that's a South Carolina man right there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It could be interesting. Um, but ne- next year's All-Star Game is Indianapolis. They haven't announced it for 2025. <laughs> when was the last time it was in Toronto? Uh, 2016? No, so probably not. I don't know. Fairly recently, if they did it, I feel like if they did an international one, they wouldn't do it in fucking Indianapolis. They would wait till they were in like Miami or L.A. or something, New York. Walker Kessler was born in Atlanta. I don't believe that. Hmm. Weird. Uh, Josh, you have some quick hits prepared, from what I understand. You know, I dabble. Um, while we have Peterson on, I mean, it's a good good time to talk about it. Uh, PGA. Merging with the live tool. Oh, yeah. I guess we haven't talked about that. Wow. So my L of the week uh, goes to Tiger Woods at, for turning down seven hundred to eight hundred million dollars to play in the live tour because uh, he could have just ha- could have had his cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty tough. Once again, another win in the legacy battle for Phil Mickelson. It is now two hundred to ten in favor of Tiger Woods. <laughs> I mean, hey, we were. I dragged Phil Mickelson last episode for saying that he. Uh, he said something like, having gambled in years, almost a billionaire now. Maybe he was right. Fuck, <laughs> I shouldn't have doubted him. I made fun of him, and then the fucking live thing happened. So, shit, I don't know. I mean, it was guys- so crazy, because I saw that tweet, and I'm like, what? And it was from fucking, like, CNBC. And I'm like, this is probably fake. <laughs> and I just, it just didn't, it, 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 what, it would be like, yeah, they're, if, yeah, the Saudi Arabians have bought the NFL. What? It just doesn't make sense. They already have WWE. <laughs> Uh, I, just, uh, I don't know. I 
was looking at stuff. I'm like, I saw some things that are like, this deal is 100 percent not gonna happen. Um, because it's like it, too. it's blatant, like anti antitrust. Just yeah, we just bought out one of our competitors. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Like we're just gonna merge with them. But to be fair, that com- that competitor didn't exist two years ago. So I mean, it's the Michael Scott Paper Company. Yeah. It's the Saudi Arabia golf company. They just, they were like, oh, we're going to do this now. And they were like, what? You know, you can't just make your own league. And then within two years, they were bought for unseen fortunes, probably. <laughs> was there a number that was ever released? I don't I think the whole thing was like, there's not a number that they're buying, but like the, the Saudi investment fund is now going to basically invest all this money in the PGA Tour and DP World Tour. And it's going to be like, basically there, I, I think... So they didn't like deliver a check right now for a certain amount. It's more of like we're like, yeah, we're going to start gonna paying the money. bills. Yeah, I got you. Which I mean it makes sense because PGA obviously knows how to run a golf league. But if the Saudis were like, "Hey, you guys, we're, we're like, we'll, you keep doing that, we'll help," and also here's ten trillion dollars, I'd be like, "Shit." <laughs> I know. I know the the one thing that is this kind of shitty is, is Jay Monahan, the. Uh, yeah, lead guy. The, the PGA Tour spent two years kind of propping up, you know, families of 9/11 who were just sort of saying like, "Hey, don't take money from the Saudis." And he's like, "Yeah, these guys are right." And then just insane behavior. You you can't do that. And then you 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 can never when you as soon as you cross that line, you can never renege on that. You can never go back. And he's did it because he's like, "Ah, fuck it." I saw something that said that uh, was it John Rom was about to leave for live. And that was maybe what's part of, because that would have been, they would have had the most recent Masters champion and the most recent uh, US Open champion, I guess. Because they had um, Brooks. I think, I don't know. I don't know golf. I'm I'm trying here. I'm, I'm trying. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm trying to speak Spanish right now. Or like, I know some of the words and like, I know I like I'm following the right patterns, but I don't know. Interesting though. So, what, what? How much do you think this will change the, you know, what we know as the current PGA? So, I mean, if it, the thing is, it's all if it goes through, right? If this doesn't just get held up and litigated, to, to I mean, obviously, you know, if we're a Saudi government can afford lawyers and all that, but um, if it's you know, if it goes through, I don't know if it's going to really change the way that the PGA tour kind of operates as like they're not going to start moving towards a, a team golf kind of format or not no i mean they're i, mean, I don't to, again I'm, I'm not a golf guy so i don't know but based on the fact that they were showing it at like 9 p.m on the cw and cutting it off for buffy the vampire slayer or whatever i'm, I'm imagining it's not a very enjoyable product I, I hope it becomes like nascar where you have teams in like that sense and like you're, still going yeah. against, you're still going against each other but like you know we're all on the same team and if they do i'm going with stan Kroenke's team because that dude's a winner. He's going to find a way to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need an official statement on Stan Kroenke, Josh, because you're a Rams fan, but not necessarily a St. Louis, a St. Louisian. So you don't I, care. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the players on the Rams. I, I don't give a shit who's signing their checks. Yeah. You're a fan of the laundry. We know. Yeah. I'm a fan She's of the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back. So right. I don't care. Um, what else, Josh? Uh, I have a list in front of me of the visiting starting pitchers with the most starts at each current MLB ballpark. Do you, do you guys care to guess for your uh, respective teams' stadiums? So, uh, say that again. It's the current current list of MLB ballparks 
and the most starts by a visiting pitcher it said ballpark i didn't really care to guess for city field and uh kaufman stadium give me a second i'm thinking uh, i didn't realize you said visiting at first at least at home i was gonna guess that grinky um <laughs> visiting i i have what's the rule on like because i've got three guys i think yeah, I'm trying to think because the important. I will give you a hint is, that there is two for Coffin. There's a tie. Okay. It's just the, the starting guess. pitcher with the most starts at each current MLB ballpark. The obvious guess for the Royals that'll get out of the way is Justin Verlander. That is incorrect. Okay. So then let me try to think of not the because I was like, that's too easy. Because he's two, just the best. These two guys the at Kaufman each have 27 starts at Kaufman. And for City Field. Uh, they have 18 starts. I'm going to go Jacob DeGrom. For visitor? I mean, he's a visitor now. Yeah, but he's never pitched there as a visitor, has he? Oh, true, as a visitor. Um, Max Scherzer? No. Clayton Kershaw? No. <laughs> Peterson has struck out. I'm going to give him the answer is Gio Gonzalez with 18 starts. Oh, yeah, he's with the Nationals. <laughs> All right, my second guess is Corey Kluber. Incorrect. Urban Santana. I'm sorry, Jordan. You had two chance. Yeah, you were facing two batters, and you struck out by both. Uh, it was Mark Burley. Oh. and Bert Blylevin. Hall of Famer. Show some respect. I will not. That was um, before our time. The leader. The leader. In case you were wondering, is obviously Wrigley Field. Um, and it was Steve Carlton with 42. Huh. And currently, I think the newest stadium is Globe Life Field with Marco Gonzalez have, having started there six times. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure because I was trying to, I was battling between thinking of guys that had been around forever, obviously, Mark Burley, and guys that just, I was trying to think of guys that like played on two teams in the same division or something, you know. Bartolo's probably on a lot of lists for those teams on their he, top fives. Uh, oh, in the top fives, maybe. Yeah, but he is not. A single no, stadium. No, uh, for, for those curious, at Bush Stadium 3, it is Bronson Arroyo with 19 starts. And the most reoccurring name on this list, unless I'm overlooking someone, is Adam Wainwright with uh, American Family Field, Great American Ballpark, and PNC Park, owning all yeah. three of those. With I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, 21 kind of and 20 sense. starts apiece. Yeah. And Maybe. they haven't had... I mean, is what's the newest stadium in the NL Central? Uh, it was built Miami Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. In the central. Oh, in the central, it might be Bush stadium too. Uh, excuse me, Bush stadium three. Cause that was 2006. Uh, the Brewers, no the Brewers opened in like 2011. I want to say, I want to say it's fairly new. It's just gone through a name change. Yeah. Um, Cause PNC, I think has been there for a while. Been there for a while. Great American ballpark has been there for a while. The slide at Great at a American Family Field has actually been there long before the stadium was. It's true. It built the stadium around the slide. No, Great American American Family Field opened in two thousand one. I think it might be Bush Stadium three is the newest in the in the Central in two thousand six. That's crazy to think about. Uh, and actually, I think. Well, let me double check. One, two, three. Oh, there's a tie. CC Sabathia also has three. Also, it's with uh, Camden Yards, uh, Tropicana Park. And Comerica Park. So there you go. There you have it. I believe this was a quick hit a little bit ago, or maybe it was just something Peterson and I talked about. 
But uh, this past week, we had a we had a major milestone. It's not quite a, oh my back hurts because it's you know roughly the same age as us. But twenty years ago, we all found out that it's five o'clock somewhere. And to celebrate the twenty years of pouring something tall and strong, they have released an HD remaster of the music video. So I highly encourage everyone to go out and watch it one more time before. Pause right now and go do that before. Uh, especially if you're driving, uh, so hey, on somewhere, you know, start pouring, yeah. um, and... before I go insane, man. Uh, but yeah, no, five o'clock summer, not being able to drink yet. Crazy. Us being older than five o'clock summer. Insane. I yeah. feel like that was one of the first songs ever written. <laughs> um, but no shout out tip of the cap always to Jimmy Buffett and sometimes to Alan Jackson. Depends on the week. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about Chad Hoochie, yes. But if we're talking about probably like, Political, if we're talking about 9 11, no, <laughs> where were you? <laughs> Some NFL news Dalvin Cook parting yeah. ways with the Minnesota Vikings at 27 years old. He's a free agent. Weird, maybe not that he got weird. Why, why is this happening now? I, I, that's why I'm like, I like next year I could have seen it, but like, he's what, what. Why not before well, the draft? I just mean in the middle of June after the draft, free agency is pretty mostly over. Like, were they, do, do the Vikings just not check their like app for next year at all? And I respect it. It's like, a, it's like, you know, doing an assignment on the last day. They're like, oh, fall, oh, fuck. We got, we got to free up like $7 million. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're fucked. We got to get rid of Dallas. Well, here's what they said. They're just like, oh, yeah, just get rid of the, the, the guy with the, the guy with dreads. Because yeah. <laughs> he announced Hannah Madison just from behind. Just, oh, same yeah. Yeah, you think they actually walked up behind Dalvin like, "Hey, man, we gotta let you go." Like, sorry, and they thought it was Madison. <laughs> they, see, they didn't see their face. Yeah. <laughs> then the next day, Madison was there, like, "Oh fuck, oh <laughs> shit." <laughs> good for him, I guess. Time for him to see if he's an actually good running back. Yeah, you've seen good. a lot of these guys where it's like, "Oh, looks absent so far." Yeah. What else you got, Josh? Uh, good news. Uh, crypto.com is shutting down its institutional exchange in the United States. And I am jo- shocked. Jordan, can you please add a laugh track? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, what does this mean for crypto.com arena? Back to the staples. Staples got to be working the phones. I mean, staple. Well, I mean, they sell the phones. So <laughs> if I'm Ooh. office depot, I, I am going, I'm trying to snipe it from. If I'm Circuit City, I'm like, this is how we you make our Office company. Depot. You think Office Depot's got the, uh, got no. the cash? As someone so who used to work staples. for Office Depot, you no. Think staples ever had the cash. <laughs> I worked for Office. Did you know Office Depot and Office Max? Here's a little, I might break a little glass for you guys here. Same company. No. Yes. That's Literally cheap. the same company. It's That's like Carl's that, Jr. Hardee's. That's like Nestle owning all of their all of their competition. Right. That's a monopoly. Yeah, like I mean, PGA Tour merging with. Yeah, the I was gonna say, you want to talk about antitrust laws? What are you? What are you hiding behind the mask yeah. of Office Max, uh, Office Depot? What? What? What rug are you trying to pull over my eyes? See, I worked at the Office Depot one summer, and it was all the way down Shawnee Mission Parkway. And then when I went to college, I stopped working there, and it closed like a month later because right. it was horribly run, and also no one ever went in there. Um, and the eye closed, came left, so well closed down. And after that, my buddy Jackson got a job. There was an office max 
a little bit closer to us down Shawnee Mission Parkway. And Jackson got a job there because he was like, hey, you worked at Office Depot. How easy is it? I was like, it's very whatever. That Office Max is now closed. So I don't know. The West has fallen, I guess. There's no more. Staples probably is fucked. They probably got $20. They probably about to be right behind crypto.com filing for. Getting rid of borders and getting rid of Circuit City. That was that was when where my country gone. <laughs> Feels like Amazon or someone could just buy it. Google. Yeah, but the yeah. Google Center. Am I wrong? Like I feel like one of the if I was a giant company like that with literally too much more money than I know how to spend. Yeah. If crypto.com can afford it back then. They'll probably yeah, it'll probably be like the MetaQuest arena or something like that. Yeah. I'd be fine with meta. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. I want to give a tip of the cap to, I'm assuming, Jakob Ingbregsten uh, for running the fastest two miles in history with a 7 minute 54 two miles. So, I mean, I've ran 7.53 before. But yeah, I, mean, I, I think, I, I, think I could run. I think I could run 0.2 miles in about seven minutes. I was going to say, do you think you could run one mile in the time it takes no. to run one, in two? Yes. You don't think you could run a sub eight minute mile, Jordan? No, right now, no. In high school, what about that? When you were uh, running the mile, I might, yeah, back in the day, I could easily. But oh, don't say back in the day. <laughs> uh, you know, if it wasn't for my bum knee, you know, I'd still I mean, run sub eight minute miles. When I was, hey, my college, shout out to the University of Kansas for giving me college credit for a jogging class. When I was in that class, because uh, I also I took jogging, basketball, bowling, whatever. Uh, I was degrees are fucking pointless, man. What? <laughs> Our degrees are fucking fraudulent. I took yeah, golf, bowling. I, t- I took basketball twice, bowling and jogging. Well, you uh, failed basketball. I've seen you hoop. No. Yeah, I got <laughs> held back in basketball class. That's why I took it twice. Why didn't you ever sign up for advanced basketball? And I'm not making that up, dear. There, <laughs> oh, yeah, was, I, well, there was advanced basketball. I thought, I mean, it would be cool to see what it was like, but the, in my basketball class, there was a advanced court and a kind of weenie hut juniors court and i played on the weenie hut juniors court so <laughs> i figured the advanced class was probably still you know above my above my pay grade advanced you just got you just got josh jackson just dunk on people over there. <laughs> yeah maybe there were some dudes in there that like like <laughs> that i didn't end up playing with obviously ever because they would have scored 50 but there were some dudes on like the bigger court that like definitely played like juco ball and I'm like why i get that this is probably really fun for you but also like I don't know. Go easy on me. (laughs) (laughs) It's one credit number, man. (laughs) I have next year. What are your thoughts on this? You seen this? You seen this? Uh, Kids have been streaming Cocomelon for 16 billion minutes on Netflix now, according to Nielsen's 2 to 11 demo. You know how long 16 billion minutes is? 16 billion minutes. No, I don't know. I'm how long? Fucking long. <laughs> like we're talking thousands of years. Oh. <laughs> I yeah, I, I I just couldn't believe it. 16 billion minutes to days. It is oh yeah, geez. Wow, that's yeah, like the, yeah, over, the calculator could like 11 billion days. The calculator started to add in ease and shit and exponents. I said I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no. Enough of that. So what, Jordan, what do you think that does for the future of the youth? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm a bluey man myself. I mean, I, aren't we all? Aren't we all? 
Uh, back to the finals. I want to give a tip of the cap to Mike Breen. That was, last night was his 100th NBA Finals game. So yeah, definitely, definitely give, definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't really know how. Next time, hey, next time you you see something that's way off, think of Mike Breen a hundred times. That was good. Uh, t- uh, tip of the cap. Lots of hats being worn tonight. Uh, KJ Adams, KU of KU uh, men's basketball. It's reported that he donated $2,000 of his NIL money to Lawrence area families who are battling cancer. So, and he, so nice guy, KJ Adams. Um, just want to, yeah, just want to make sure you guys flowers for that. And then of course my bozo of the week, I think it's Jordan's bozo of the week. So we can say it on three. Yeah. Two, three, it's Donald Trump. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, I had. Uh, we had discussed something else, but I actually did have Donald Trump written down here as, as well for my bozo of the week. Donald um, Trump getting indicted was Jordan's worst thing he saw this week because Jordan he thinks he's an innocent man. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trump, Trump was impeached twice. Now got indicted twice, back to back indictment champions. <laughs> I said right away when it happened that you could print a shirt with that and make millions of just oh, yeah. a fake Trump mugshot, and it says back to back indictment champion. Like three double bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's bull, bull, pretty bullshit that we didn't get a single mugshot for this one for the first one you're like yeah you know like this is like a civil you got to get a mugshot for this this was a real deal crime yeah. this was high stakes stuff they make movies about shit like this <laughs> uh i did want to also point out i had bozo of the week was trump but also kevin mccarthy he said secret documents are safer in a bathroom than a garage because quote a bathroom door locks and this was written in an article with bullet points. The next bullet point says, however, many, if not most, garage doors have locks. Another bullet point. Furthermore, most bathroom doors lock from the inside. They are unlocked when unoccupied. So just, brain just not brain. even. <laughs> brain or it's just, yeah. uh, just fucking brain rot, dude. <laughs> there, there is no better encapsulation and allegory, whatever, for the entire Trump you know, campaign presidency than the uh, f- photo of several boxes of nuclear secrets just sitting in a bathroom. If the audio is true, where he literally is going like, "Yeah, this is illegal shit you're looking at. I could have made it legal, but this I am on tape admitting this is illegal. Pretty cool, huh?" Listen, I think I also saw there was like a Kid Rock basically like yeah. in an interview said like he saw maps and then realized like, "Oh shit, Donald Trump was showing like." Maps of four too, like Kid yeah. Rock. <laughs> a national security advisor became Kid Rock for some reason. Yeah, and I'm expected to be saving for retirement. <laughs> <laughs> like this entire thing sounds like Tim Robinson playing a president. Yeah, or he's or just Tim Robinson being in court, being like, "Look at this. You see this? This is totally it. Totally clears my case, you know, but it's confidential, like, secret information. Yeah. Look at this." You can't like, tell uh, you, 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 you have to return wrong. those documents wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you have to turn. Mr. Trump, you can't throw those documents. <laughs> I'm not afraid to stare at my phone for hours and hours and hours. It's like, what are you doing with all these documents? I don't know. The, the, the chicken just said, you know, put the documents in the, in the car. Yeah. You think he pulled around the moving van and uh, they were putting like furniture in. He was like, wait, wait, stop. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> yeah. You mean 55 documents, 55 folders? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and the other bozo of the week I had was Anthony Bass. 
three-time Bozo of the Week now. This is probably his final one. Uh, he's been DFA'd. So bye-bye. I mean, I guess he'll probably land somewhere else. Someone will pick him up for AAA probably, but maybe I, not, I guess, after you know being a terrible person. I uh, I just love that people are like, oh, so you can't speak your mind anymore? It's like, he was also just ass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this just made it easier that he was also a huge piece of shit? <laughs> and also, he can say whatever he wants and do whatever he wants. It's within his power. We are just all collectively allowed to say, no, you are an idiot. You yes. suck. Um, uh, we're all the, allowed to give him a swirly in the same vein is an, is a bonus quick hit. Uh, I wanted to point out, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals on back-to-back nights had pride night and then Christian night. Uh, they won on pride night and lost on Christian night. So you look me in the eyes and tell me there's a God. You too. You be the judge. What yeah, the, how many home runs did I'm Paul just saying, Goldschmidt I'm just saying Christian the facts. Uh, and Paul Goldschmidt went 0 for 5 on Pride Night, immediately got a hit in his first at bat on Christian Night. <laughs> did they really do those back to back nights? They did. They really chased Pride Night with a sh- with a with a shot. Yeah. Or they shot the it was free Albert Pools, Jersey Night, and like, oh, also Scott Spezio's doing a prayer at the end of this game. Yeah, <laughs> because fucking he got us probably gave the Cardinals a billion dollars, which, oh. hey, if it means that we can have an actual fucking roster now, so be it. <laughs> I mean, the Royals, Dayton Moore was a big, big Jesus guy, big anti-porn guy, even uh, aggressively. And he would always have Christian stuff. And they, I remember one time when I was working at a game there, a- after that game, down on the field in like one like, like, you know, section or whatever, there were like a crowd of, I don't know, 100, 200 people. They had faith night. And they had uh, concerts going with like Switch Christian Rock all night that I had to listen to while I was trying to work. So that was great. But uh, I, yeah, I also wanted it's to find a, it's, Pride, it's a thing, but I um, wanted to point out that Pride Night sold out and they did not say that Christian Night sold out. So do they, do they even give doing giveaways on Christian Night? Because Pride mer- the Pride merch always slaps the Pride giveaways, yeah, I, rainbow hats, so, rainbow jerseys. So I went to the past two Pride Night games at Bush and you had to have the theme tickets. It wasn't yeah. just like a it wasn't just like a door giveaway. Oh, that makes uh, sense. Christian and I didn't have anything like that. It just also happened to be free Albert Pujols door uh maybe giveaway they, at uh, jerseys. Um maybe they give you a little communion wafer. Yeah. With a theme ticket. Oh, they do the wine. They, they give you a shot. They give you a shot every time you walk into Bush now just because you have to watch this ass team. <laughs> and I mean, hey, Bud's Bud Light, they're, they're trying to give those beers away, Bush. Am I right? <laughs> No. Um, worst thing I saw this week. I think we're we've all been thinking it. We've all been wanting to say it. We just lightly. Baby Gronk. It's 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 gone too far. Jordan, do you want to talk about how Baby Gronk may have just committed to LSU and that even Lizzie uh, Lizzie hugged him, making him the new Riz King? I have a loaded 12 gauge underneath my desk. <laughs> look, look, he's Christopher Columbus. This is fine. We we understand this. But at the end of the day, it, his dad is it's 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 bad. So like I've I've known about Baby Gronk for a while, like through like either like another podcast, like talking about it, or through like just seeing his clips. Because like when it first started, I remember like there would be a clip of like he's in first grade and he could do this and it's like a really cool throw like a crazy thing i'm like okay yeah whatever but then like the fact now that like you saw the video where his dad is literally telling him what to say yeah every he's like telling guys to repeat questions no no say this say this and he's just like dming like 
anybody with a pulse being like, hey, you need to get baby Gronk in the pod, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's so, I mean, we're, we're, he's on a retirement home speed run. Um, and it's <laughs> just, mean, it's just, I mean, I just feel bad for the kid. Like, hopefully he, like, you know, doesn't just get forced to play football for the rest of his life. If it's all he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. But like, if he ever wants to be like, hey, I want to stop, I hope that they let him stop. I don't think that they would. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I mean, he said the dad said that he broke him like a dog. He said, like, I've, I've hey, uh, that should be an automatic call to CPS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he feeds him sand. If I said that rice. about if I said that about my dog, that I feel like someone would uh, do a wellness check at my home. Yeah. Because in reality, Azula's broken me, but <laughs> that's a different story. Peterson, do you think that he is the new drip king, or, yeah, or what do like, we think? Do you do you think I mean, he got rizzed up? Yes, he got, he got rizzed up. I, I mean, I don't know what we can say at this point. Shit. You think he can lead LSU to a national championship? It's true. There's no way he's got an offer from. No, he's ten. I know, but like, okay, yeah. I've been right. saying Lizzie for some reason instead of Livy this entire time, but you know, whatever. I know that obviously he doesn't have a scholarship offer, but there's no way that they these programs have even really like acknowledged him, right? No, I imagine like he's probably going to like their camps that like any kid can yeah, sign up and for. And I imagine like you know he somehow got on Livy's radar for whatever reason. Probably going like, to like a fantasy. The dad, the dad probably lied. About like an nil. Well, I mean, I I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming I'm assuming since Livy was involved, Livy probably obviously knows a football player on on fucking LSU's campus. So they probably just got him in through that angle to let him like, yeah, oh, I mean, the, kid or, a, the kid wants to do a photo shoot. Can you just like open up the fucking equipment locker for us real quick? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just weird. It's just weird. And the, game, it's, the it's, guy's dad it's is weird, weird and gross. And like, yeah, I hope I, I hope someone does a wellness check on the kid, especially since the dad is blatantly being like, oh, yeah, I have psychologically manipulated my son. He is so obedient because he's probably terrified of me. <laughs> Or he just didn't know any better because he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just football, I'm baby. Child. Yeah, because he's also a literal child. Yeah. Oh, he's got drip. He's got Riz. <laughs> he's actually baby Gronk because he has, he's has constantly hammered. <laughs> yeah. God, just a weird situation. Oh. I might mean that kid having to go to school. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know if he does. I think, I think he, because his dad said something about football. how he's skipping middle school football to prepare for high school football for the NFL or something. So he has to be enrolled in a school. Homeschooling, maybe? And his homeschool well, like program yeah. consists of eating salmon and brown rice? <laughs> I mean, it worked for Gronk. Gronk for five so. to, averaging five touchdowns a game. Five touchdowns a game, Josh. Five touchdowns a game. What do you think that guy did after filming that video? I don't know. When... Like, do you think? I think he just... Kept staring into nothing. Stood in the bathtub, walked yeah. into the ocean. <laughs> the uh, the second video I did see on that, I think Jordan, you retweeted this on your timeline. He executed over 50 unarmed civilians. <laughs> um, is that uh, all we've got, I think, before this week's challenge? I think is now the new term that I'm going to just use for it, Josh. We had last week we couldn't come up with a phrase for it. This week, I'm just decided I'm just going to call it the the weekly challenge for the okay. end of the episode. Are you ready? Lay it on me, David. Are you ready? This is a, this is a multiplayer game. Let's go. <laughs> uh, this is a head to head battle actually between you two. It is a closest to the pin gets it right. Closest yeah. guess. 
Uh, you can go over. Whoever's closest gets the point. Best of three. Not right? Price is Right rules. Okay. Okay. Correct. You can go over. And the theme of this week's challenge is Serbia trivia. In okay. Jokic, we've got some fun facts about trivia can here. I, about Serbia call... here. Again, general knowledge stuff you probably learned in school. Maybe can I call in uh, my friend, uh, the guy who's really good at Google Maps? Or yeah, <laughs> Rainbow. Uh, what is the population of Serbia, excluding Kosovo? Excluding Kosovo. Excluding Kosovo. All right, oh. I know that throws a wrench in everything because typically Shit. you would include Kosovo. But I mean, we all know Kosovo numbers off the top of our head. Kosovo is one of, I think, two, maybe three entirely land, uh, entirely inside of another country. Countries. Uh, let's. I'm going to go with five point five million. David, your guess. I'm going to go. I'm going to go under that. I'm going to say one point five. Point to Josh. Six point six. Goal. Oh, I was way Eight. too close. <laughs> I know. I know that there's like one point five million people in Montana. So I was like, there has to be way more in Serbia. Because <laughs> so, yeah. I know of two Serbians. I do not know a single Montanan. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, question number two. How many Roman emperors, Holy Roman emperors, were born on current day Serbian land? Four. David, your guess? Three. You should say five just for the sake of this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fine point. Josh gets the fucking second point. I, you win the spot. You spot. We won't do the third question then. How about no, that? I want to see if I sweep. I want to see if I sweep. I want. All right, fine. We'll do the third. I, I wanted it to be. A t- I wanted to be a game seven. Excuse me for playing up the theatrics. Hey, okay, Adam Silver. Uh, fucking, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't realize Tony Brothers was fucking. <laughs> God Foster, is that you? <laughs> I could have. It would have been funny if I had sent David all of these beforehand and he nailed both of them. All the, the exactly. You also could have straight up lied. I'm not going to yeah, double true. check after that episode. It's uh, no, it's 17. Um, and then 17. Oh yeah, did I? Not, yeah, it's 17. Jesus. Right. Uh, I guess Serbia is a very Italian. Nikola Jokic be like, hey, I'm walking in. Um, third question here. Well, this one's worth one. three points. Okay. So if David gets this, he, <laughs> he wins. already said I won, but okay. Um, I, lo- I was looking up Serbian inventions. A lot of boring things that I was like, what is a like producting coil or much <laughs> shit like that? But actually a very interesting one. I was I read a little bit more about it. One of the most underappreciated uh like a sub- guy who's got the least amount of credit for his invention. The inventor of the hair handheld hair clippers, like hair, hair shears, raised it wasn't motorized, but like a handheld hair shears for your hair. Nikola Bizumic. Jokic? Oh. No. Yeah, Nikola Jokic Sr. <laughs> uh, he invented the uh, manual handheld hair shears. What year was he born? What, oh, was he born? Yeah, because I looked it up and they could. there wasn't an exact year that he invented it. So what year was he born? Okay, I'm going to assume he probably invented it in like the 1920s 1910s kind of era i don't know if serbia was a country then. <laughs> i also have to admit uh, i'm gonna say he was born in 1883 okay david your guess uh let's do 1872 
Winner, David Peterson. Let's go. It was, what was 1823 it? is when he was born. Oh. <laughs> So Peterson wins it with the three-point money ball uh, at the know, end. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> the, rules the rules were, were clearly laid out. The rules were already established that I had won. So, but if you had, but if you had gotten that one right, it would have only been a three-zero win, not a five-zero win. Well, I'm two, I'm two and zero in the challenge of the week. So, <laughs> uh, any other thoughts here, guys? Before we get out of here. Other thoughts on Peterson? Final I guess, thoughts on Peterson on how much time you got. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give you guys the floor for final thoughts as fans of Stan Kroenke owned teams that have won championships. I mean, how does hey, it feel? I mean, hey, it's good. <laughs> Life, life's but a dream, is it not, Peterson? Uh, it's it's just this easy. Like, why doesn't every yeah. why doesn't any other owner try winning? Yeah, aren't you just to get the best players and have them beat everybody else? I don't know why that's so hard. Well, unless unless you're playing soccer, then you know you can only get kind of close. Um, I mean, like, I, I think they should have a super parade with every every team. Oh, all of the teams? Yeah, with every team he owns. Fuck it. <laughs> they, they'll just fly the jet from city to city and hop off and walk down the runway. No, I'm talking L.A. to Denver. Okay. <laughs> and it's what happens if Arsenal wins? It's <laughs> getting buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> a parade across the pond they'll call it oh well thank you all for listening to the 77th episode of the long relief podcast i am your host jordan wolf that's josh Ashman. that's david peterson david anything to plug any uh, new tools or anything we should be looking out for looking out for uh yeah i mean if you're looking for a a five cfm vacuum pump um for all you hvac guys out there uh milwaukee's got one <laughs> releasing uh releasing here later this month i know that's one's uh, everyone's super excited about that i spent some josh trying to pre-order it already i mean you know i mean you know uh our core audience is the hvac community so this is a good plug Shout out to the fellows out there in the trenches holding it down for us. Um, You crazy kids. Uh, Please give us a follow on Twitter at Long Relief Cast. Give us five stars. Give us a review, even if it just says, I enjoy this podcast. If if you write, I enjoy this podcast with a smiley face, Jordan will buy you a quesarito. Yes, you heard it there. You heard it there first, folks. Josh will buy you a quesarito. I think we got got a little bit of the, the, the audio waves mixed up there. Thank you for listening. We love you. We will see you next week. Congratulations to the Nuggets.